Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Saturday, February 10th, 2018. It has been a very, very long wait for Kingdom Hearts 3, but it sounds like 2018 might finally be the year it is released. The game was announced way back at E3 in 2013, so it's been five years in the making, and a lot of people expected it to come out last year in 2017, didn't come to pass, but according to new information revealed just Last night at the D23 Expo in Japan, this is Disney's big uh, summit where they reveal lots of cool Disney-type information. This is the Japanese installment of the D23 Expo. They released a brand new trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 and intimated that the game may finally be released in the fall... We should know more at E3 this year, but the trailer did reveal quite a few new things. Of course, Kingdom Hearts is the franchise that mashes up a Final Fantasy-style action-adventure game with Disney characters and Disney lore and Disney worlds. And a bunch of new characters were shown in the trailer, including an entire Monsters, Inc. world, uh, Rapunzel from the Tangled movie, uh, Little Mermaid's Ariel was shown, uh, and many, many more. This is a big game, and they've been pushing hard on it. According to Square, around 100 employees are working on Kingdom Hearts 3, and that's across three different development teams that are all each working on three different worlds of the game. So math would tell you nine worlds are in Kingdom Hearts 3, but they say that is not necessarily the truth. What has taken so long between announcement and eventual release? Well, they originally were working with an internal Square Enix engine, and then midstream they changed over to Unreal. Now they're building the game on Unreal Engine 4, which meant they had to start over in a lot of respects on the game. But the game looks big and uh, surely will be exciting to Kingdom Hearts fans that have been waiting so patiently. According to Square, there are more enemies in this game than ever before, and some new surprise in the later sections of the game. Uh, The director, Tetsuya Nomura, who is famous for working on the Final Fantasy games, uh, said that this surprise is something he's been wanting to work into a game since his Final Fantasy days, and it's a Big, interesting thing that's happening toward the end of the game. I don't even know what that might be, but it sounds pretty interesting, and it sounds like there's a lot of movement and excitement around Kingdom Hearts 3, and we should know more at E3 this year. I suspect we'll get a fall release of Kingdom Hearts 3, and it will be one of the biggest games of 2018. I wanted to tell you now about another game I've been putting a lot of time into. I've been spending a lot of time in VR lately, I told you about Sprint Vector yesterday, but another game I put several hours into is another new VR release. This is called Sirento, and I've been playing it on Oculus Rift. 
It's a game where you play a cybernetic ninja flippity-dipping around a level and wrecking havoc on dozens and dozens of enemies armed with everything from swords to guns. And the key differentiator here with Sirento is how you move through the levels. We have reached a place in VR where we can do as wild and wacky movements as you can imagine in a first-person shooter. For a while there, when VR first was released, everybody was worried that things would have to slow down, that you, would have to, uh, you wouldn't be able to bounce off walls and leap around and do all the crazy stuff that you might be able to do inside a first-person shooter normally on a 2D surface because it would create so much nausea. There were a bunch of wave shooters in VR because it felt better just standing in one place and shooting stuff. And that was fun. It was fun to be able to hold the motion controllers and point your pistol instead of pressing a button. It was fun. It was additive. It was new. But it felt a little bit like a step back because video games and first-person shooters in general had progressed so wildly that you were getting stuff like Titanfall 2, where you were just completely dominating the enemy, or you know, something like Overwatch, where leaping and jumping and being fast and furious is part of the technique of playing the game. It's part of the skill of playing the first-person shooter. And it felt like, oh, well, with VR, we're not going to be able to do that because it'll make people sick. Well, we have transcended that limitation and Sirento is Exhibit A. The game is incredibly fun. I am having so much fun. It's not perfect. There are certainly downsides to Sirento. The presentation is a little underwhelming, especially compared to some other similar releases lately in VR. Everything feels a little flat and plain looking. The textures are unremarkable, and the environments are... They feel pretty bare and not very detailed. The story, such that it is in the campaign mode, is pretty ham-fisted and the voice acting is subpar, in my opinion. Everything feels a little disappointing from a presentation level. But then you get in and play it and you realize, oh my gosh, the mechanics are so fun that it it makes makes up for all of those unfortunate setbacks. And here's why. You are this crazy cybernetic ninja. You've got swords. You've got guns. You've got a stamina bar that lets you leap from place to place. You can jump and leap off of walls. You can wall run. You can double jump in the air. When you land, you can slide. All you have to do is crouch when you land. Literally, you, a person, human being, crouching. You don't push a button to crouch. You literally crouch. So you're standing there. You push a button to leap into the air, and then you can push, and it shows you this this arc of your pattern in space, and everything in the world slows down when you leap into the air. So you can leap up into the air and do a cool Matrix-style Pap, 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 shooting people in the sky as you leap over their heads. You are given bonuses for cool stylistic points uh, for, uh, for doing something awesome like that. And you can chain together cool combos. Leap into the air. Shoot one guy as you leap over him. Double jump again. Shoot another guy. Land down. Crouch. Slide into another dude. Slicing your sword through their body. You really are 
this overpowered, insanely agile, cybernetic ninja. And it it feels like it. It is a symphony of chaos that you are conducting with enemies coming at you from all sides and you and shooting at you. You can block their bullets with your sword. And you can add new skills through their talent tree, which lets you do things like land on the ground with a thunderous impact that it damages all the enemies around you in a radius. It is wild. And it's not easy. The game has several difficulty levels, but even on normal, the amount of enemies that they pour at you are pretty intense. I found myself um, overwhelmed several times, most notably because I ran out of ammo. Uh, the enemies drop power-ups like ammo and health and certain area map visualizations that help you, but at a certain point, I'm out of gun bullets, and i got to use my sword, and that's harder because you got to get closer, and they're able to whack you when you're closer, and they're able to surround you when you're closer, and you leap in, and you jump down, and you slice a couple of guys, and you leap out. It's wild, man. It is real fun. I just wish the presentation was a little better. I wish the AI of the enemies was a little better. I think this is a great template for how people are going to be able to do crazy movement in VR going forward. And I'm really excited to see how the next studio takes these mechanics and does something that's a little bit more polished. But I can heartily recommend Sirento right now for anybody that has uh, VR on PC. It's real fun. And I think more than that, if you're somebody that has been listening to this episode and doesn't have VR, I don't know if you've gotten this far in hearing me talk about Sirento if you don't own VR. I'm sure a lot of people (laughs) turned it off. But I will say we are really in that place that was the promised land when VR launched of every single game that comes out feels like a full game. We're no longer in that tech demo place. We're no longer in that, oh, this is a cool proof of concept. VR has arrived so far as there are tons of great releases, and it seems like everything that comes out is really high quality and really a complete package. Sirento has this full campaign mode. It has multiplayer. It's got uh, leveling mechanics. It's got a full arcade mode if you just want to jump in and do some crazy fights with with loadouts and not have to earn new items. It's a full package, and so is Sprint Vector that I talked about yesterday. We are at that place where VR games are every bit as robust and deep and full of content as their 2D counterparts, and I think that's a pretty exciting place to be. If you're not on the VR bandwagon, I know I talk about it a lot, but these games are extremely fun, and there's nothing like Sirento. There's nothing that you've experienced on a PC. I mean, it's a it's a game like you've experienced in the sense that you've played a first-person shooter where you have to jump off the walls and be cool and kill stuff, but the way you do it, the fact that you're actually doing this stuff, actually flailing your arms around and crouching and spinning around in, in place... That may not sound good when you, when I say it because it sounds maybe tiring and silly, but when you're in it, it is thrilling. So we're in a really good place for VR right now. 